Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Growing Your Financial Business, The Woman's Way podcast. I'm Robin Crane, and I was a financial advisor for over a decade. But before that, I was a singer-songwriter. And now, even as a mom of three with a teenager, toddler, and a baby, I run a seven-figure business helping women in financial services grow their businesses and make a bigger impact. In this podcast, I'll bring you financial advisors, industry influencers, and highly successful entrepreneurs to give you innovative strategies designed for women. So get ready to learn how to get in front of the right people, get more ideal clients, and be able to grow your ideal business so you can live your ideal life. Hey, it's Robin Crane, and I'm here with Gina Kotner. She is the founder and CEO of Athena Executive Services, and she helps high-caliber high executives, and br- actually, you bring high-caliber executive assistants to business owners, to entrepreneurs. I should say it that way. You could be a high caliber executive and you can get one, or you could be a low life executive and totally get a high caliber executive from her company. So I'm excited to have you here. We want to talk about living a balanced life as soon as you find the time, which is what happens with most of us women out there. So tell us a little about you and and how you even got into this, Gina, and we'll get into some of the ways that we can live this balanced life and and even delegate some of the things that we are afraid to delegate. Yeah, great. Thanks, Robin. Um, Yes, I'm the founder and CEO of Athena Executive Services. And like Robin said, we provide high caliber executive assistance to really swamp and really successful business people. How I got into it, boy, it's probably a whole other podcast, which is also really fun, but I'll give give you the short version. Um, I myself was an EA supporting a CEO and she sold the space that we were working in. And so pretty soon we were all working from home. Now this was like eight years ago. This was before everybody seemed to have to go work from home. So there I was myself working at home. I was an EA. I had this CEO. I checked in every day, did work, cleared out the inbox, worked on the calendar, managed all kinds of stuff, realized I really liked that. Um, and then her business fizzled out and I went to go spend the last chapter of my father's life with my father. And then when I was done grieving and kind of went through that process of life, I was ready to go find another CEO to work for. And I went hunting for another CEO. And one of my friends said, boy, my CEO could use you. And I said, okay. And so I went to go work for this CEO. And then she said, you know, I need you also. So if you could just plan for working for me next quarter, that'd be great too. And I said, well, Tiffany, I don't, her name is Tiffany. I said, I don't have space for that. I'm, I'm fine. I'm full. And she said, okay, well, no, no problem. Just go find me somebody like you. And I was like, oh, Lordy, Tiffany. 
So we put our heads together. We were friends and we thought of somebody we both knew. And we said, okay, yeah, Dorian, Dorian would be good. Let's get Dorian. So we talked to Dorian and I said, Dorian was young. She was 25. She worked the same job for the last seven years. And I said, Dorian, we can't mess her up. I said, in her young adult life, she's had like one real job for the last seven years. You have to be a good person to work for. Okay. And she said, okay, well, you have to coach her and make sure she's good. And I said, okay. She said, we'll pay you a little kind of spiff, like a little commission for every hour that she works and you coach her. Okay. So we did that. And then she came back to me and she said, you know, we have some directors in our company and they really need an EA. They're wasting too much time on that low level stuff. And I said, Tiff, I don't want to do this as a business. I've been an entrepreneur before. I don't like it. I do not want to have my mortgage getting paid be based on whether or not I can sign the next contract. No, no, no. And Tiffany said, just get over yourself. Just get over yourself. Go open this as a business and go find me somebody like you and Dorian. So then I found Allison. So Allison has been with me. So then in May of 2016, we rolled out the first payroll and the first payroll was me, Dorian, and Allison. Okay. So you, her name was what? DeLorean? Dorian. Dorian. I was like, wow, DeLorean. It's like back to the future again. Dorian. (laughs) Okay. Dorian, it was the woman who was saying, you you need to work for me after you go work for someone else. And then Allison is someone you found to help you find more, more people. No, Tiffany said, I need an EA. Go find me somebody like oh, you. Okay, so I so found confused. Dorian. We right. brought in Dorian. Oh, right. I got confused. All the names. T- okay. Then Tiffany said, Hey, I got other people that need EA help. Yeah. Okay. That I, I don't want to do this. And then I brought in more people. Okay. So who's Allison? She's now, she's been on my staff since the day we opened. She's oh, gotcha. also an okay. EA and she became an EA for two directors in that firm. Got it. Got it. Okay. Boy, I, the listeners out there are going, Robin, you need to listen. We heard all that and you missed it. I, I somehow got confused with all the names. Okay. So that's amazing. So, and, and that's really interesting that you said that about a business, because I'm sure some of the advisors and insurance professionals out there are going, yeah, I feel like that a lot of times too. Like, why didn't I just go get a job? It sounds easier. Um, but now you're actually helping these busy, swamped, successful entrepreneurs be more successful by having someone help them. What do you feel like is, is really the problem? Like, why don't, why don't they do it? And what's the challenge? Why, why don't people just outsource this stuff, especially with women? Yeah, yeah, it is an interesting thing because, you know, I don't know. We all have 24 hours in a day and it doesn't matter where you live or your socioeconomic background or where you came from. We all woke up today with 24 hours in this day to work with and seven days a week. And, you know, that gives us 168 hours in a week to work with. But somehow people and somehow particularly us crazy women feel like we're going to try to squeeze more out of an hour in a given day than really works. And, you know, I think about this a few years ago and I'm like, you know, I don't do that with money. I don't go, well, in this $20 bill, I'm going to figure out how to go buy something for $30, you know? So money is really finite. When I spend money beyond what is sitting in my checking account, there will be overdraft fees. The bank is going to start feeing me because it's not, And it's to the penny. Like after that last penny, there's no consequences. It's really similar with time. You know, you overbook what you think you can get done in 168 hours in a week. There are consequences. And yet we don't stop. Like we're going to get better at multitasking and better at squeeze. You know, we're going to be on the road. I'm going to be on the road. I'm going to talk to this person at the same time. And then we'll pull over and we're going to do the text. And it's like, holy cow. And at the end of the day, there are consequences. You're exhausted high blood pressure, stress, you're probably not fun to go home to. 
or to arrive at home or whoever's in home or whoever you're having dinner with, you're not like the best person to be with at the end of the day because you're exhausted because you tried to fit, you know, 20 pounds of you know what in a 10 pound bag. And so it's just been very, it, it's very funny how, how we operate like that. And I hate to say it, but it is somehow, especially women. Um, so I think really that that's a problem for all kinds of people, myself included, you know, partly when we talk to prospects, I, one thing we say is, you know, your EA, your executive assistant, a great use of your assistant is for them to bodyguard your calendar, that they become a bit of a buffer between your calendar and the rest of the world and who gets on there because your EA or an assistant is going to actually design a day you might want to live, not like a day you'd just survive. But left to our own devices, myself included, we'll just jam it in, squeeze it in, jam it in, squeeze it in. And so I, I often to, say to, to people. Touch on that. I want to touch on that because I actually just heard someone told me this story. It was it's my friend, David. I'm in this mastermind called War Room. And he was talking about how he got an assistant. So I'm going to I'm going to challenge you on that. But of course, I, I'm sure you're right. But this is this is an interesting story that I just heard. And he said, you know, I, I got this assistant. It was scheduling everything, my whole day. And, you know, we were working with her. I was so happy because I finally had someone doing all these things I know I shouldn't be doing. And then six months into it or three months, like he just wasn't happy. And he was trying to figure out all these things. Like, why am I not happy? What's not going on? Like he was mad going to work. He was upset. Like all these, like he just didn't feel on. He felt like he was just like, he's like, I'm just grumpy. Like what's going on? And finally, after months, he realized it was because he made this shift that someone was actually booking out his day. Cause you said, Oh, look, someone's going to book it the way you want to live it. And it was the opposite for him where he was like, I don't want to live this. And he's like, I can't have someone else book my day. I want to be able to do things last minute. And I want to be able to do this stuff and the less, maybe a less efficient or, or just like he didn't want it to be his, his whole calendar to be controlled. And I'm sure she still works for him and is doing other things, but like he couldn't have her do it that way because he just felt completely, um, I guess controlled is, is a really good word. And this is a guy. Whereas we women, it's like we 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 like to be in control more than men. We like to be in control. We like to decide what we want to do. And I happen to be because I like to always challenge my podcast guests a little bit. But I am very. I usually am like, put me on the couch. You know, let's walk through how all my issues. But I am definitely a last minute person. You know, we were just coming on, and I was telling you I got an event in two days, and I'm still I'm trying to get the schedule together. I'm I'm a little bit swamped because I, I don't have things organized, and uh, that's a whole other other story. But as far as I mean, I have, I have insisted, I have teams, I have all these things, but I still, I like to do my thing last minute. It's like my whole, um, what's it called personality type. If, if any of those things, it's always like, I, that's where I thrive doing things. And, and so how do you deal with that? Someone who's kind of hardcore, like the Robs, I just called myself the Robs. I know that's weird. I don't usually do that, but I just thought it'd be funny. Um, someone like me and, like to try to put them in a box a little bit. Like, so how do you do that? And, and, and what is the solution to this problem? Because like you said, the overdraft fees, quote unquote, is like the stress is the overwhelm is that um, the, how that affects our relationships. Like we have those overdraft fees by trying to squeeze everything in. And then of course, if anyone has kids, there's the mom guilt. Don't get me started on that. Cause I have little kids like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even, this is like the first time in a long time. I didn't even see my little daughter this morning. Who's almost 16 months. It's like horrible. I guess I didn't have the time because I took my, my son to school. So, okay. I just gave you like a whole load. This yeah. is why I usually get on the couch and I get like therapy me, please therapy me. But what do you have to say about that? Yeah. Gina? Help me out. Yeah. Here, the listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, there is no right way. 
So you should do what is your jam, you know? And the biggest, you give away the stuff you most don't want. You're not good at, you don't like it. It's not your jam. It's not the best use of you, any of those. There might be some things that are not the best use of you and you just like them. You're just going to keep them. Fine. But if that's how you want to work, and we did a whole other podcast there about what's your relationship with your assistant, how do you work with an assistant? But that's a big part of it is you saying, here's how I like to work. Now, sometimes a lot of executives and business owners, they don't know, right? So then there's kind of this trial and error called, well, how about I at least make sure you get to yoga three times a week and you handle the rest of your life? Okay, good. You know, maybe they're just an accountability partner for a few things that you know you're going to just sell down the river in the name of, I got to talk to the next prospect or whatever you're going to sell it down the river for. So as long as you're happy with even the craziness, some people really work well under the pressure of craziness. That's their jam. And, you know, I'd tell my EA, if that was me, you know, don't, don't mess with me on that. All right. Leave me alone. Yeah. I look crazy. I'm going to do it all crazy, but that's how I, that's how I, my, me, my brain, that's my natural superpower. So don't mess with my superpower. I love how you, you talk know? like I would like, not everybody gets on these podcasts with me and like, they're like, that's my jam. That's my jam. Don't mess with me. Like, that's exactly what I would say. Like, that's my jam. Don't mess with me. Um, so we're speaking the same language here. So how, give us some tips then on how do you delegate? So the problem is we're trying to squeeze time that doesn't exist into more time and multitasking. We all know if anyone reads any productivity books and things like that, it's like multitasking is never a good thing. Right. And, it, and it's just, um, you don't want to be eating a sandwich while you're getting intimate with your husband. Like it just, it doesn't make sense. Right. <laughs> Although it does sound delicious. Um, so what, what are some tips that you can give us just about, well, how, let's say I, I know it's a problem. I recognize a problem because I always feel that I don't have enough time. And as we said at the beginning, it's like, I want, I want balance. I'm going to quote it balance because many women say they want balance. And I, I never really believe that because I don't think I want balance. I actually just want the life that I want and I'm not ever going to be balanced. Like you all, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know me well enough to know balance is not something I'm actually striving for. And like you said, I, I never have the time to get around to having a balanced life, but it is about choices. And what I like what you just said is, is really about what is it that you like, let's start with something you want to stop doing, or you want to give to something, someone else. And I can tell you right now, you know, even for things that I have assistance and people on my team doing, there are definitely things I'm still doing that I don't want to be doing. That would be super easy for me to just say, Hey, do this. But when you said, but you don't know what to give or necessarily know how to tell them to do it. That's my problem because I don't have the organized gene. I don't have that. Like, Oh, I'm organized. And so I can tell you, here's how to organize me. Like, no, I want to be free. I want to do what I want to do. I'm a visionary. I'm a crazy person. Like, let me go baby, but go do the stuff that just read. I want my people. And this is what my poor, my poor team has to do. Ashley, my COO, especially she's so great at this. Like I've been, it's been luxurious. I don't want them to freaking read my mind. Just read my mind. You know what I want and what I need you to do without me even thinking. And she's so good at it. It's been hard for the other team members to jump into that because we're like, Oh, just, just, just read Robin's mind. Like it's that easy. So yeah, give, give, give some, I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm probably the craziest of the lot, but I'm not the only one that has these issues. What kind of advice can you give us? Yeah, good. Well, tell your EA all of that. I'm a visionary. I'm not organized. That's your job. And, and, and it's really empowering for them because it's actually easier to work with that craziness than the micro controlling craziness. Like if I were to interview my team, what makes them crazy is the people that are like, what did you do today? Send it to me. 
let me look at that. No, that's not quite the, this is it. Like, it's like this tightness, whereas you're just kind of like this free out here. Okay, you need to organize me. It needs to end up like here. And I don't know how we're going to get from point A to point B, but we have to end up at point B, okay? So go. And a lot of it is when you move away from just delegating tasks, which is super great, and projects, you can start to delegate thinking, which is kind of, I think, what you naturally do and I do with my COO too. It's like, you go think through that. Give me what you got. What you got isn't going to be perfect, but it's going to be 75% there. And it's way better than me having to do the first 75%, right? So part of it is empowering executive assistants to do what they do best, which is they are the uber organized ones. So they are so empowered if you just let them use their superpower and that they know that's not your superpower and they know what yours is and their job is to get out of your way everything that's in your way. It's incredibly empowering. So, and a good EA will teach you. They'll go, okay, Robin, listen, when you give me those things, here's what I need you to tell me. I need A, B, and C. They'll kind of train you in how to delegate to them. And a good EA will also know it's their job to extract from you what they need to succeed. Not, well, Robin didn't tell me. Yeah, Robin didn't tell you, but you didn't ask. Yeah, it sounds, I mean, what I, I love what you just said about delegate thinking. Like, that's a really cool way to put it. Like, delegate thinking. Like, because I'm willing to delegate things, but, and I do that, like, with a lot of my team members now, I do that. Um, but I never think of it that way. I'm just like, it's more like problem solving, right? Go figure it out. And some of them are good at it and some of them are not. Um, but that's one of the things when I write a job description and I'm, I'm looking for team members, I want someone who's a problem solver. I don't care if they've graduated college. I don't care if they have, you know, any accolades. I don't care. I want the personality. I want it to be someone I can connect with, that I can talk to, but also someone who's, I'm a talker. So I can't work with someone who's going to talk as much as I do, because I'm going to be like, don't talk over me. Like I need to talk. Okay. Like I, I know who I am. I know I'm a talker. I need a listener. Ashley, again, she's now my COO, but she started as an assistant and she was so good at problem solving. Figuring So figuring things out, being able to, like you said, here's where I am, point A, I need to get to point B or Z, you figure out everything in between, like that's like amazing. And actually, Ashley never graduated college. And I'm like, sign me up, baby, like give me more of those people. So anyone listening to this and wants to work on my team, please hit us up because um, I'm looking for people like that. And if you're listening and you happen to be listening and you're like, oh, I just heard your podcast with Gina and I want to work with you, um, you might be able to work on our team because we're actually always looking to expand our team. But I need people who are not like, I don't, I don't need all the experience. I don't care about experience. I don't care if you've been an, uh, an executive assistant for 25 years or for zero months or zero days. I just need someone who can figure stuff out and is willing to do the work to get me the results. So I love that because that sounds like you have a really good team and you've trained them well because you're not saying they're going to color code my freaking binders. And like, I, I don't need that. I don't need to look like, I don't need you to spend all this time making things really pretty. That's perfection. I need to get S H. I can say it's my podcast. I can get shit done. I need to get shit done. And you help me get shit done and do the things that I'm best at. So I don't have to do the stupid shit. I need to do the right stuff. And I, let's, I tell my clients that all the time. I, they're like, Oh, I, I don't have time. I can't do this. I'm like, it's an exchange of time. Like I can tell you the system. I can tell you how to get the result. Sales marketing. I'm your girl. I got you. But they're like, oh, but I don't have time. Well, I can't help you there. I mean, I I could help you think about prioritizing and all that. But really, you got to be like 
like, I got to exchange the time that I have. And I'm like, stop doing stupid shit. Number one, stop doing stupid shit. This is a lot of the, the shit word in there, but, but it's true because so many of you are doing things you should not be doing because you have this fear, like of giving this away. Someone else is going to, it's, it, it's going to, they're not going to do it as well as I am. And the truth is they might not. I mean, I'm sure your people do. But like, they're not going to do something as well as I, certain things as well as I do. It might take twice as long, but then you free up your time here. I'm, I'm preaching to the choir here. You, you give me some of your wisdom there. Exactly. It, it really is that. And particularly for people in your industry, you know, pay somebody $50 an hour to do something. So you go free yourself up to do the $250 hour work. That's just really what it comes down to. And you're right. They may not do it as well as you, but dear Lord, you're not going to be on hold with the internet company. You're not going to be the one wasting your time on low level stuff. And are you going to have to pay somebody to do that? Yeah. But then if you're disciplined and you make sure that you reinvest that time, right? Time is just another thing to invest. And how are you going to invest it? Are you going to invest it in $50 an hour work? Are you going to invest it in $250 an hour work? And that's really the ROI right there. So like I have these money types and one is a cheap chip and my first money type is a cheap chip. And my second money type is a delusional Dan and cheap chip, as you can imagine, does not like to spend money. I, I'm like, I, I don't like to, I, I'm fine investing because now I'm, I'm, you know, a successful business owner. And so I've invested enough money, which at first felt like I, I said spent and, and felt at the same time. <laughs> And uh, it felt like I was spending money because I didn't necessarily have it, even though I was really investing money to grow my business. And when I think about like these, uh, like hiring people, like you're like $50 an hour. I'm like, whoa, that sounds like an exorbitant amount of money for an assistant. I'm, and I'm, I'm a cheap chip, right? I'm also a delusional Dan. So like, I think like delusional part is like anything is possible. I can do it all. You know, all these, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to go to the moon, and I can, I can do this with the resources I have right now. And sometimes I don't think I need to invest. Sometimes I'm willing to take huge risks. And I put a lot of money on things like marketing and sales type stuff, because I know that's where it pushes the needle. I have no problem investing like that. But then when it comes to like an assistant for $50 an hour, how do you, how do you get me past that, that mindset thing? Because I know you can get an assistant for $15 an hour, $12 an hour. So how do I go from, that's a big jump. Like how are you, cause it makes sense. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm asking like eight questions at once, but it makes sense for me to say, well, I'm, I know I'm worth way more than $50 an hour. So it's not worth it for me to do that. But I'm like, but if I can get someone to do it for 15, like that saves me 35 an hour, that's a lot of money saved. So how can I justify yeah. that, that difference? You know, you, <laughs> you should, you should go find the $15 an hour person. <laughs> Which is now going to take you how many hours to go find the first of all, there's the how many hours, it, honestly, and I'm, I, this is, uh, you know, kind of the fun of being successful is you get to be like, yeah, go do it the other way. And, and that, those are my favorite prospects are the people that have done it the other way. And then they come back and go, all right, I hired the VA firm in the Philippines and it was $5 an hour and I tried it and it didn't work. So now I want to talk to you. I'm like, okay, good. But honestly, if you can find somebody for $15 an hour sitting at their dining room table in Kansas City who can take care of you really well and it has a high, you know, and it depends on what you need. If you want somebody to interface with your clients and they have to have a high caliber of business acumen and polish and can really craft an email that speaks to a 70-year-old, even though they're 22, you know, that's a hard ticket to find. 
so part of, you know, you pay more, you get more in life. But honestly, if you can find somebody for cheaper, that'll do it. Great. It's just very hard. I think it's very hard to go find that you, I don't think anybody here listening to this wants to be in the recruiting and screening business. It's a pain in the butt. Yeah. And, and, and look, I charge premium fees because I get premium results, you know? So, I mean, I'm the, the last person to be like, wow, she's on wellness, but not when you're asking me to invest that into working with you. I'm like, yes, I am. Because I know the money you invest in work. Like I got conviction. Any dollar you, you invest working with me, we can two times at three times at five times at 10 times, especially over the course of time. So I have no problem saying, hey, invest this with me. And I love your conviction around that as well. Like, hey, go go prove me wrong. You know, like I almost now said yeah. another, like, go prove me wrong. But like, you could you could do it, but then it's the it's a recruiting that takes time. So it's not just the like it's finding the person. So we talked about recruit. There's a bunch of as- aspects: recruiting the person, then there's training the person, and then there's managing the person, right? And is there more than that? I mean, that's kind of the three that I can think of. What did I miss? Yeah, well, and you have the aspect called: Do you want an employee or do you want a contractor? Right. So you hire a U.S. firm like me. A lot of us. Some of us have employees. All my people are independent contractors, right? You can decide tomorrow. I don't like her. Bye. And done. You got another one. Right. And we hold ourselves in our firm. We hold ourselves accountable for the performance of your EA. So then you also get out from under the like, is she happy? Is she having problems at home? Is she empowered? Does she like her job? Why does she do certain things really well and other things not so well? That's our problem. Right, right, right. Yeah, so there's no really... HR, if you will, of like, I'm not managing all the stuff when, when COVID hits and I got to deal with, oh, how are they, what, what's happening there? If they can't, even if they can't be there for a week, I'm assuming you have people that can jump in, yeah. even if, if it's, if it's urgent, I'm sure I want to keep my person. I wouldn't do that. So that's nice. We don't have, so the recruiting side, then there's the training side, there's the managing side, but then there's also the human resources side of keeping this person happy and making sure that the work gets done in an efficient manner. So that's a lot of pieces that's going to help cover that extra. And I don't know about 15 hour, but $20, you know, $30 an hour difference. Let's just say if you charge 50. Yeah. And the, the other thing to consider is if you, I pay my people, for example, it's really transparent. They start at 25 an hour. So you think about how much do you want your person paid who's doing high level work? So even if you do go to an agency, I think it's a very tricky and very smart question. The first person, first prospect who asked me this put me back on my heels, but it was so smart. He said, so what do you pay your people? And I was like, ah, I don't want people to know my margin. What? Yeah. Do you want a $15 an hour resource in whatever you're asking them to do? Or does that sound like, oh my God, what kind of work am I going to get done for $15 an hour? So it all just depends. If it seems like work, that's $15 an hour work. But if it's interfacing with your clients and scheduling quarterly meetings and knowing that certain of them will click on the Calendly like you get on your calendar, but Aunt Mabel in Utah is not going to do that. Yeah, and I think gonna... that's also a really good distinction is, is what are they going to do? Because I, I talked to another woman who has a similar business and she was saying they're they're doing a lot of email and all these things. And if I was to hire, I, I do have actually a team in the Philippines. They're freaking amazing. But writing emails and, you know, talking to clients and having those conversations is not necessarily their job. And it's not, it's not because there's anything wrong with them. They're brilliant people. It's just, it's not their first language. <laughs> it could be Germany. It could be anywhere. Like, it could, you know, it's not their first language. So I don't expect them to write or be like the, the, the go-to person for my clients. So 
Um, this has been really great. Uh, give them uh, any, any one last piece and definitely tell them where to find you. But I, I think the takeaway here is, you know, don't listen to me being, I, I have a, I have a team and I hire people to do stuff. And that's why we have the success that we have. Like this is, this is not a one, a one woman show here. And no matter what you do, whatever um, is holding you back, like holding me back with, with fees and whatnot, it's like, you got to do things. You've got to have a team. You There's no scaling. There's no growing. There's no getting to where you want to be doing it all on your own. There are extra overdraft fees, like we said, um, to that. There's all this these things that are happening behind the scenes that you not having the balanced life even or having the choices by not being able to outsource things to someone else so that you can do the work you're really great at. And if, especially in the financial industry, and I talk a lot about this in, in, in different podcasts and stuff, but I talk about this idea of cloning your ideal client. And if we say you get one ideal client 10 times, you could hit your revenue goal. Like in the financial industry and in insurance industry, you can get a client worth $10,000 easy. Okay. And if you're not like, there's a way to do this. I teach this stuff. If that's the case, how much effort and time should you you be putting towards learning how to do that and implementing that and having someone else do the other stuff you shouldn't be doing. So you can get one client for 10 grand. I mean, how, how, what is that on an annual basis? If they're, if they're doing 40 hours, you're usually getting people do 40 hours a week. No, it's really part-time. You'd be amazed. You hire somebody. Our minimum is 10. And most, I'd say half of our clients use us 10 hours a week. It's not a lot. And it's hugely relieving. And what you get out of an EA in three months later for those 10 hours is a lot more than what you got in week two. <laughs> yeah, so whether, right. You know, you hire somebody 10 or 20 hours a week, or where do you start? Maybe you start by getting your groceries delivered to your house. Maybe you do little things. You know, I used to have grocery delivery. They set it, came in and set it on my kitchen counter. And it doesn't get so it's any... not just virtual assistance. I mean, you're talking about in-person peeps. No, no, no. I'm just oh, saying okay. we're all virtual. But when I look at it, okay. I just say to somebody and they had nobody and they were like, where do I start? You know, it might right, start right. with something as easy as freeing yourself up an hour and a half on Sunday because you have groceries delivered to your house. It might yeah, start yeah, with yeah. just outsourcing the website getting revamped. It might just start with little things here and there that you dislike. And you just, you know, maybe you go to Upwork or you go to Fiverr or you go somewhere, you just outsource one project or another project until you start to realize and you go, oh my gosh, uh, while this person is working on this, I'm working on that. How satisfying. It's very satisfying for me when my EA is working on three things and I'm working on three because I feel like I'm working on six. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Grant Cardone, that reminded me of an idea. I mean, just Grant Cardone talks about 10xing your goal, right? So if I'm saying I want to make a hundred grand this year, like, okay, well, 10x that, that's a million. So now I got to make a million. And I've told my clients this, I'm like, so Grant Cardone says, well, you can't just 10x the goal. You have to 10x the activity. And some of my clients, one of my clients, Mary, who I've actually had on the podcast, um, she, she has trouble letting go and having other people do these things. And she was like, in her mind, she's like, if I 10x my goal, I got to 10x my activity. I don't have any more time. Like, how am I going to do that? I'm like, I didn't say 10 X the activity is like all you and your time. I'm like, if you have 10 people on your team, that's way more than 10 Xing that the activity, because they're working on stuff and you're working on stuff. And it's not just 10 times. I mean, there's all these things that they can be focused on. that's going to help you. Right. So we have to be willing. Biggest takeaway here is let go. You got to be willing to let go. So you can focus on the things that are going to drive your business to get the results. So you can make more money and help more people. So where do they find you, Gina? This has been awesome. And if there's one last thing you want to add, go ahead. Since I just talked again, said something. Yeah, is, that's okay. Yeah. I just keep adding and adding too. So I'll just give you my great. website. 
website. You guys can learn more about us at AthenaExecutiveServices.com. That's really Athena the place to go. Executives with an S? Nope. Okay. Executive Services. Okay. I did that on another podcast. I messed that up. So I want to make sure I get it right. AthenaExecutiveServices.com. I did it right. All right. Nailed it. So go there, check it out. Um, you know, it, at a minimum, if you're not ready to hire Gina or her team, you should be thinking about what can I start outsourcing? And I love what you just said. I mean, I have food delivered. I have, um, you know, we had at one point uh, someone doing our, our dishes in the evening. The only reason we stopped, it wasn't the right fit um, because we didn't want to have that person in our house, but it just like won a little bit of our own time, but I don't do laundry. I don't fold laundry. I don't do, I, I, I don't really cook anymore. We do gobble now, like gobble meals because it takes 15 minutes and my nanny does it. And all I do is put the stove on and in five, 10 minutes and get it on the table. And it's just like, you gotta be even for life uh, so that you have more cho choices and you can do more of what you want to do life and business. Um, it's just so important to start outsourcing things. So if you're not doing that, stop doing everything on your own and start Start giving it to other people, delegate to other people. Thanks so much, Gina, for joining us. And thank you all for listening or watching. We'll see you next time. Are you getting all the quality prospects on your calendar that you'd like? If not, join us in the Appointment Generator Challenge. Go to femalefinancialadvisors.com and register for free. We guarantee you'll get five quality appointments in five days if you follow this system and you can do it from online. You don't even have to pick up the phone, whether you're just starting, whether you've been in the industry three to five years or even 30 years, this challenge will be perfect for you. Check it out, femalefinancialadvisors.com and register for absolutely free. Can't wait to see you there. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>